0: What? Hey, 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 happy Thursday, Thursday Cairo sushi peeps! We're live on Facebook, and if you're checking us later on demand on Spotify or on uh, what's the other one, SoundCloud or iTunes, make sure to check the links on the side or if on our website. Uh, I'm excited because. Literally six weeks away from today, we will be kicking off, well, we'll already be kicking off, we'll already be uh, uh, into Bruce Serbin doing his uh, uh, media, how to get PR for chiropractors at the Cairo Sushi Summit. Day one, we'll be kicking off with David Michaels and Coop Blackson. You're also going to get to meet one of my my guests there, uh, who's a partner with Cairo Sushi this year. Uh, under the billing platform of Accurate Billing, uh, it's David Martinez, my, my man David, thank you so much for giving us some time today.
1: You're welcome. Glad to be here.
0: Cool, dude. So, uh, you know, we circled up, I, I got to learn about your methodology, your scope of billing and just like your, your history and it was like, wow, this guy knows his stuff. Um, I want to start there for people to get to know you. Tell us a little bit about your your background and your history, my friend.
1: Okay, great. Uh, I've been in the industry for uh, a very long time, almost 30 years. started at Aetna in 1988, Um, started as a claims examiner, I was one of the top claims examiners of Aetna. Uh, At the time, way back in the late 80s, they had about 3,000 claims examiners across the nation, and I was one of the uh, top uh, production processing claims. Notice I say processing, I didn't say paid claims the difference between processing and being and paid. Everyone out there knows the probably has been on the short end of the stick of that uh, that aspect. Yeah. But '88 uh, started Aetna, kind of uh, worked my way around uh, in auditing. Got a lot of certifications around, along the way: certified biller, certified coder, certified auditor, uh, HIPAA compliance officer, the whole shebang. Throughout, uh, worked for medical groups. Worked for. Uh, independent practice associations, understand capitation, all the whole industry inside and out, and then started my own medical billing service about uh, well, four, four years ago. And you um, work with chiropractors, obviously. I, yeah, primarily work with the chiropractors. I am the co-chair of the California Chiropractic Association for medical billing, um, insurance regulations, and um, managed care. So I co-chair the California Chiropractic Association uh, Group on that. So I do extremely a lot of lectures for the International Chiropractic Association in California. I've done probably close to in a couple of years, probably close to 60 lectures with them. Um, so I'm kind of uh, in high demand because uh, I take a different approach. I take the approach of after the claim has been submitted, you know, all the coding, you know, those great lecture companies out there, um, you know, that chiropractors have gone to years, and it's all about documentation, documentation. I come in a little bit different. I come in after the claim has been submitted to the insurance company, and how to help doctors fight the evil empire of the insurance companies. Um, what you know, there, there's a lot of laws and regulations that help doctors against insurance companies. And if you don't know them, the insurance company is going to take advantage of you, and um, you know, unfortunately, you're going to be um, not the winning end of that spectrum against insurance companies. But we. We do a little bit different. We know the laws and regulations. We know ERISA. We know all the different laws of all the different states. We specialize in California, but because physically we're here in California, but that doesn't mean that we don't. We're not limited to California. Um, we do all, all throughout the nation. I have clients throughout the nation. So I'm here. I'm in, in the chiropractic community. I'm in the trenches and um, I'm with different organizations helping the chiropractors fight the insurance companies.
0: I I love it, man, and and you know even today uh, in our in our Samurai group, and I had two conversations with a doc, a young doc that's starting up in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and uh, I gave him my pitch on. I'm a big believer in having a diversification of portfolio. You got your free care that you give away for charity, your free uh, your 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 tide, if you will. Um, You have your uh, your fee for services. You have your prepays, your cash. Uh, I know there's some people out there that are going to say monthly memberships, they're illegal, however you want to look at your monthly reoccurring revenue. Um, and then you have enterprise and corporate. But what it, where, where you fall in debt fixes is, is your insurance reimbursements. We're seeing a trend in chiropractic. And and I don't agree with this 100% uh, that they, to go completely cash-free, meaning I'm out of network, I don't do any insurance, and there's some compliance stuff anyways with that. Um, because one I believe it's a it's, it's, it's a barrier if you if for some people if, especially if you're working with a target market uh, let's say my target market ideal client is a female age 40 to 50 and I'm like right in the dead center of a great school system that that provides this insurance and they are like my target market I'm like well I'm screwing up right like what is your thoughts on the cash? Practice 100% cash practice. Uh, what are your feelings on what I've been kind of
1: rambling on there about? That, that, that's great. I get that question quite often. Um, just like any good real estate agent is going to tell you to diversify or location, location, location. So if anybody is advocating 100% of anything, uh, the, I on my it's risky. It, it's risky. Yeah. Um, if anybody says, hey, you know, you should be 100% insurance. I don't agree with that. 100% cash. I don't agree with that. It depends on mar- what market you're in. So you may be in a market where it could be a, right, like you said, smack dab in the middle of a school district where they have great insurance, and 80% of your clientele is insurance. Well, that's great. So you want to you want to uh, take that and run with it. Uh, but if you're in a community where there's only 20% insurance, then you're 20% insurance. So you need to diversify and not put all your eggs in a basket because, you know, especially if you have a biller that, you know, chiropractic billing is, is, a lot of people think it's easy. It's not necessarily easy. It's different, and they don't teach. uh, I'm, I'm on the advisory council of a lot of trade schools that teach medical billing. They don't teach chiropractic billing. They teach medical, medical billing. billing. So it's a different aspect in the different codes and different modifiers that have to be used on a chiropractic billing than on a medical billing. And a medical biller coming straight out of school is going to fall literally on their face and not do a good job because it's different than, than medical billing. Um, and you have to have the, that nuance to do billing correctly. So going back to your first thing is, yes, you need to... You need to accentuate what the community that you're in. Uh, you need to embrace the community. So if it's 80% insurance, then it's 80% insurance. Don't try to buck the trend and say, well, hey, you know, I want to be 100% cash because it's easier and I don't want to deal with insurance. Well, you're doing yourself a disservice because you're in an area that is, you know, that has 80% insurance. You need to, do, you know, to adapt and to grow with that.
0: I want, to, I want to, and you hear this probably more than even I do, but the, the main thing is I just don't want to deal with it. This is what I'm hearing across the board. I'm not, i am sick of it. I, I'm, I, I don't, what, what is it, why are chiropractors saying that and, and, and why might they be, um, I don't want to say wrong, but maybe they don't, like, understand, maybe they're not being told the reality and, and they need someone like you to shed some color on that.
1: Yeah, uh, unfortunately, chiropractic. Uh, you know, there's some states that are very, very organized and have a great association, and they fight for the chiropractors, and they're fighting, you know, with the state against the, you know, I call it the evil empire, the insurance companies. Mm-hmm. Um, not some other states are not that blessed. Um, the the profession is, you know, uh, kind of truncated, and you have this group doing this group, and this group doing that, and they're not on all the same page. So. What I've seen in the chiropractic community is that it's kind of a free-for-all. And insurance companies, again, I want to call them the evil empire because I firmly believe they are the evil empire. <laughs> you, they, you know better than take, most. <laughs> they take advantage of the chiropractic you know, being being fragmented. And they use that to an advantage and say, oh, yeah, well, we're going to do this or we're going to do that. Um, you know, the, the they contract with third-party payers that are just taking it to the chiropractic in, uh, profession, which... It's 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 wrong, um, but unfortunately, they the insurance companies or their third-party administrators are winning the game and you know winning the battles. You know we don't allow that because you know we know the laws. We can you know we can fight the insurance companies better than they even know how to fight themselves. And it's really surprising because we throw all these laws at them and they're like, well, what are you talking about? We never heard of that. Um, so we we you know we we turn the table. You know I again I started an insurance company. And I did all those lack of better words uh, tricks of the trade um, yeah. that the insurance companies pull that really people don't know. That I know they're doing something, but I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, we know what they're doing because we're in the trench. I was in the trenches. I was an auditor. I was a claims examiner. So I know exactly what they're doing. Dude, you're kind of like Finn from Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. True,
0: true. Yeah. 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 Uh, hopefully, my Star Wars fans get their reference. We're live with David Martinez from We got a link above. You can connect with his team there. Uh, he does help chiropractic professionals. Uh, we were just talking about you know, the ins and outs of, of of why chiropractors are looking to get off insurance. I want to ask you this question. Uh, we're we're big believers in lifetime value clients, and we believe I'm a chiro kid. I was sick I get on the table, I'm well I get on the table. Uh, Obviously, chiropractic is built on there is a an incongruency with insurance for some chiropractic philosophy because and it makes sense logistically um, is is we work with some high end sick people but we also want to be wellness providers preventative. Can chiropractors get uh, get live in the insurance system and still do wellness? Is there a way to do that right?
1: Yes, matter of fact, there is. Um, A lot of the health plans are taking the wellness approach and offering benefits for maintenance, for for keeping the body healthy. Um, And and a lot of times people don't know about it um, because, you know, their employer got the insurance through, you know, through a broker, through the insurance, and just asked them. There's more and more every year there's more and more wellness plans that are coming out. Um, for for maintenance for keeping the body good um, and it just asked them um, of course Medicare still is a driver there you know it has to be active treatment for Medicare but some of the plans are out there you know doing wellness plans and and giving you know, um, visits to the chiropractor inclusive of of no referral um, stuff like that so it just it's, it's more and more, and it's changing, is a changing trend that's more embracing the chiropractic community than ever before. So there is, you know, there is opportunity for plans, especially like union plans, that are, are giving wellness for their um, for their insurance.
0: Yeah, I, I, that, that's good to hear. Um, uh, I'm excited to have you at the Chiropractic Summit because I think you're going to have one of the most active booths. I think insurance questions are, you know, we talked about Facebook groups, uh, yeah. it, it becomes one of those like just diving down the rabbit hole. Um, if, if you're talking to a young doc, you're going to be at Kairosushi, we got a, young, a lot of young docs that are going to be starting out. Uh, what pearls of wisdom do you tell them about when they're starting their practice related to what you're doing? How do you guide them to pick uh, the right biller, because I'll tell you, you know. My partner had uh, had some horror stories uh, when he started out with uh, uh, things not getting submitted, uh, super bills not getting. I told you about my horse stories at my, my OBGYN clinic with. I mean, it was a nightmare. Uh, what do we need to know about choosing the right billing company? Do how do we know if we should do billing in house? Uh, and I'm sure there's perfect fits for everything. But what's your what's your
1: wisdom on that, David? So. Finding a perfect biller, um, you have to check their references because everyone say, "Hey, I can build a claim, I can do this, I can do that." Um, not everyone can. There's been a huge influx, you know, with the advent of Obamacare. It threw 30 million more people on the healthcare ranks. And helped insurance companies just all of a sudden didn't open a warehouse and say, Hey, hey, uh, here's all these unemployed claims examiners now and they can come to work. No, they're actually filling their ranks with people that don't know excuse my French, but don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. And uh, you know, by
0: just, the way, this is kind of a sushi, so we get raw here, man. You wanna drop some F bombs, you know, you're all I, I get I get
1: I'll get chastised. You'll be fine. <laughs> So there's a lot of people out there that really, you know, just started up uh, medical billing because hey, that's the next best thing. Everyone needs insurance, and they're doing it from their bedroom, their, their, their third bedroom in their home, violating HIPAA, violating PHI, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, but you have to do you have to do your due diligence. And you have to check the, you know, if you're going to bring an in-house biller in, that's great. You know, check their references. Do they actually know? Um, I had a small client, I'll give you a little story. I had a small client that really didn't fit in our scheme of things. I mean, literally small, like she did like four insurance claims a month. Um, and it just didn't fill in fit into our, our portfolio per se. And so I thought, you know, I'm gonna give another medical billing company or medical biller a chance to maybe get their feet wet and, and you know, sell this, you know, take take on this client. Yeah. And um, the, the some of the medical groups out there on Facebook, whatever. Um, you know, everyone says, "Hey, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm going to do it." So what I did is I just did a simple test: ten questions that any biller should know. And these were established people, and none of them, not a single one, passed that test. And that was frightening. Um, and these were allegedly established people, um, right. and they didn't—they not a single one passed. And that, you know, obviously that that speaks volumes. So you have to just, you know, obviously. You know, there's always conflict between personalities. So, you know, I'll be perfectly honest. I had clients that I had to terminate um, because it just wasn't a fit. Their personality wasn't good. So, um, aside from personality, you have to say, okay, let me check your references. What's going on? You know, if they did a good job, then obviously say, hey, they, you know, they're doing a great job. They did a good job. So that that you have to do your due diligence and actually check. Um, you know, have a little test and say, okay, hey, what, you know, what's this or what that. Um, That's good. That's a good indicator. Um, You know, in-house biller, you know, another thing is a lot of doctors ask me about, well, what's the best software? Um, You know, software, software, it really depends on who's operating the software. So, you know, I'm I'm a licensee for a software that I have not one chiropractor on the software. You know, I do other business with neurology and, and pathology and uh, orthopedic and stuff some high volume uh, high dollar high volume doctors. Um, but the software that I, I'm a licensee for, I don't have any chiropractors on that software because I think it's overkill. Um, you know and I literally had fight some doctors and say, oh I want the software I want the software they see a demo that you see all the bells and whistles and I'm like doctor, you know just like you're not going to give a, a, a Lamborghini to a, to a teenager. Yeah. yeah, they want it, but you really don't need all the bells and whistles. What you need is a good biller that knows what to do and how to fight the insurance company. Software is great. It actually makes the biller's job a little bit easier, but a good biller could literally bill on um, a pad and paper and, and do it correctly.
0: Cool. That, that, that's really good insights. And uh, we're going to be having David on again, guys. Actually, uh, look forward to a, a webinar coming up. We're going to go a little bit deeper into uh this whole conversation um i'm getting some comments john md ambrosia goes only i could have a conversation with someone in insurance with a cash practice shirt on now cash practice (laughs) is one of our partners we've talked about cash practice before cash practice doesn't believe completely going 100 off insurance either they've talked about this they just talked about getting with the right insurances and knowing your market like we talked about um i david is going to be at the Cairo sushi summit guys we're six weeks away um six weeks Six weeks Six weeks. We're gonna be uh, and and uh, if you guys want to connect with him, there's a link above. Uh, and what are the next steps if someone wants to work with with your team?
1: So uh, obviously, clicking on a link, contacting one myself or a member of my team. What we do is we do a practice evaluation to see what's needed in the doctor's office. You know, did they need a biller? Did they need a coder? Uh, did they need you know outsource? Obviously, that's what we are. Um, we work with. Every, you know, I, I don't go into a doctor's office and say, hey, I have my own software and sorry, it sucks to be you, you spent money on another software, but you gotta use my software. That's a bunch of bullshit. Um, yeah. and that that's a bunch of crap. Um what we do is we're here to help the profession. So we don't say, hey, you gotta be on this software, that software. We learn right now we're about 12 different softwares in our office. My staff learns learns the software that the doctor has because the doctor more than likely has made a substantial investment in the software and it'd be stupid for me to come in and say, "Hey." Oh, duh, this. It, it, yeah,
0: I, yeah. I'll speak, I'll, you're speaking to the choir here, man. I, when we had our OBGYN practice, I was like, I was stuck with the biller. I mean, I went nightmare after nightmare after nightmare. One of the nightmares was I don't want to be on the sage, whatever it was called. and It was <laughs> antiquated. I needed text and email reminders. Now, I come from my pet. One of my starters was a company called DoctorBase, just got acquired by a company called Cario. And I'm like, uh, I want to go, you know, my part of my team is still with this guy. I trust this company. They just bought, it uh, just made me a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to support them. And they're like, well, you can't use it. You're locked into our software. And I always thought that was BS right. um, because, you know, your job is to, to bill out. I, 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 we're running out of time for this one, but uh, uh, we're going to have the webinar coming up with David Martinez, guys, and uh, we will have David on for another sushi cast in the next month. Uh, thank you so much, man, for jumping on with me today, brother. You're more than welcome. Looking forward to having you guys work with David. Uh, click the link above. See you soon, David. Be well. Okay. All
1: right.